0: all while helping make your sexual experiences with yourself, partner, significant other in your life, everything that you desire. I am full of resources and I am extremely straight to the point. So if you are ready for the unsugar-coated talks, I'll be covering everything under the birds and the bees, AKA sex. Welcome to the Unchained. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Unchained Sex Cast. I have been waiting for this episode just so I can be like, this is about to be a bloody good episode. I just have to have my British voice come out for like two seconds. We're gonna talk about period sex. A bloody good fuck, yay or nay. Are you okay with having period sex or no? I'm curious. I wanna know. I feel like this is a split poll. Let's fucking talk about it. So, first off, there are vulva owners that I know who have extremely high sex drives on the period. And I feel like it goes with flow. I will say, like, there's been times where I can be where I can pinpoint being like just as horny on my period as I was ovulating. Like, that's how crazy high the sex drive would spike. And then I feel like I have times where it's not at all. So I feel like it really just depends. Some people never have that at all. Some people have it all the time. So what are you? Are you a yayer or a nayer? The best time to fuck on your period, though. So, you know, we all have like different days where we our flow changes and we have like cramps and menstrual cramps. But I will definitely say out of every female I feel like that I've ever talked to, they're always like day one and day two of the period is a no go. It's like a no touch zone. And I've always been that way. But then one time I was so, so like, Bricked on day two, and I don't even know why. Like, at my drive was like crazy. And if you're really in touch with your body, like you know, almost know when you're gonna bleed. Like you know, like how your bleed comes. So like you might bleed for like a few hours, and then you like kind of pause for a minute, and then you know you're gonna bleed again. Like you, if when you're really in tune with your body, you can really get in touch with it and figure it out. And so on day two, it was like in between one of those little bleeders. And oh my gosh, it was like fabulous. So, you know, I always said I don't do it on day two, but then I do. So it really just depends on the mood, the period, and how you are how your overall health is. I will say whenever I started to get my health in line and more in touch with my body, I started having way easier periods. My periods are now super... I used to have really painful periods and my periods now are super predictable, super light and literally extremely consistent down to the days i'm very in tune with my body and i've actually helped a few friends and a few people get back in touch with their periods and how to track them something my doctor always was mind blown on so i had my daughter two and a half years ago yeah she's two and a half now and whenever i went in for my six week checkup of course he was like birth control you know you're fertile turtle right now and i'm like yeah no thanks and he's like do you still he's like you still rhythm method and i was like yeah and he's like, wow. He's like, well, I'm he's like, I'm gonna tell you, you're gonna be extremely fertile. And I thought, mm, let's dance with the devil. I was like, all right. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm still going to continue to not take birth control. But at that point, I was like, I'm really extremely confident in myself that I have avoided pregnancy this far in my life, that I will continue to avoid pregnancy whenever I do not want to become pregnant. So (laughs) I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. I'm like, nah, I don't really want the birth control. I declined the birth control and continued onward. So it's so funny, but when you become in touch with your periods, you can really, really start to understand your body a lot better, you know? Like, I saw a meme the other day that was like, I've had periods for 20 years and still forget that whenever I have 48 hours of insane anger and emotions that the next day i'm about to bleed like i could not relate more you know like we are never taught to really be in touch with our our body and our periods and i think as a society we've been really pushed into oh that's a dirty gross thing that we don't talk about and we just deal with it and clean it up as best we can and we just move on but yet without periods we wouldn't be fucking procreating without periods and ovulating we would not be able to continue the human race but we're just gonna ignore it not talk about it and say it's gross it doesn't make fucking sense i know that like some people will turn off this episode because they're like oh periods i don't want to talk about that that is the fucking patriarchy talking that is not you talking i want you to clearly and consciously think of what you feel about the human body and vulva owning bodies in particular and what about bleeding is actually gross i want you to think about that and then i want you to think about if you have any daughters or you love anyone that owns a vulva I want you to think about what your language is around bleeding around them bleeding I'm gonna talk about using period friendly language in a minute I'm getting ahead of the game because you know I get on my little fucking rants but back to the best time to fuck on your period so day two I've always been out of the question, but honestly, it really just depends on the girl. If she is in touch with her body, then it's going to be different. You can also get in touch with your body. I love it when the male partner can show up for his female partner and be just as in tune about her period as she is. I think that is just such a beautiful thing. Like the guys who are the OG supporters, like going and buying tampons and pads with no shame or like buying the extra snacks or just being like, hey babe, I know your period's come up. You know, is there anything I can do to make it more comfortable this time around? drawing up the bath doing a little massage you know like the OG supporters they do the best that they can I will say I love, love, love seeing it. They are out there and we need more men like that who are period positive and use period friendly language. When it comes to a bloody good fuck, you definitely need to supply prep. A lot of people will just do period sex in the shower, which I think is great because it really honestly eliminates almost any chance of a mess. Everything's going right down the drain, especially if you're a heavy bleeder um, and you don't want to waste towels or anything but if you are bleeding then you're definitely gonna have to prep a little put down a towel or get the you know the wet splash the wet proof blankets I always feel like whenever I'm prepping for period sex too like the towels going down but then I'm also grabbing like a roll of paper towels or like a warm wash rag or something so that afterwards cleanup is like super easy and it's right there you don't have to like get up and like drip across the room or something like I heard at one point somebody who just put warm towels In a crock pot next to their bed so that they could use them for like sex and intimacy. And I'm like, that makes so much sense. That's a good idea. Warm wash rag, just like super easy. You wanna do cleanup like on the spot. You don't really wanna have to travel anywhere, especially if you are a heavier bleeder. They're gonna be messy and you're gonna be a little messy. So having something where you can just wipe up quickly. Even if it's just baby wipes, you know, if you have a kid in the house, baby wipes have been a staple in my house for long before I had kids and like all of my friends, they would laugh at me. If you're listening to this, if you're listening to this and you've traveled with me, then you know. all of my friends that have traveled with me know that I always bring baby wipes like baby wipes always on fucking deck like every single time I'm like we're the ones like we're sharing a hotel room I get my baby wipes out I go set them on the toilet and I'm like all right guys like there's the baby wipes everyone who needs a fresh ass like fresh ass is needed make sure you (laughs) freshen I'm always I'm definitely the mom of the group but I don't give a shit fresh ass is always needed and baby wipes make for easy cleanup so just a few pros for having period sex it can add natural lubrication so this can definitely make sex a lot more comfortable you can also use a menstrual cup too uh, for less mess a lot of people are switching to the diva cups or any of the soft silicone cups for catching their bleeds just so that it's less toxins one you're not shoving the the polyurethane tampons in your body letting them sit there and collect things so the cups are way less toxic for you and Everyone who I have talked to who has used a cup says like, yeah, it takes a few times using it to get the hang of it, but they absolutely love them. So I definitely think it's something to look into. I've definitely looked into it. Little fun fact, uh, Scotland is the very first country to make free period products a legal right, which I think is fucking awesome. Go Scotland. Like that is awesome. And I hope more countries follow that because... How cool is it to be in a country where you had access to period products and that was a legal right that you had access to those free feminine hygiene products. Like women will inevitably bleed. We are inevitably bleeding, all right? Our generations ahead of us are going to bleed. We should have such a better education system around this. Support system and language, supportive language around this. Another little crazy fact on average, women will spend six almost six and a half years of their life bleeding. Isn't that crazy? Six and a half years of your life will be spent bleeding. And let me just say, do we get six and a half years added on to our retirement (laughs) for all of the days where we had to come in with blood flowing out of our bodies to work? All those days we had to come into work. Just curious. I don't know. Also, that makes me think, okay, so if you don't have period sex, if you're like a hard no to period sex, then that means six, almost six and a half years of your life, you're going without sex and intimacy. That's a fucking lot. Like, all right. I know I went like, Pregnancy wise, I think I had sex maybe five times when I was pregnant because I literally had no drive whatsoever. So I like even through that time, I was like, wow, that was hell. But like thinking about six years, no sex and intimacy, that's a long time. So for all the people who like literally don't touch their partner for a week long when they're on their period, I feel like that's driving more distance between you than what you might actually realize. Maybe find a compromise. I'm not saying like something you don't like. I know that there are hard no's and there are hard yeses, but if we've never been given permission to really explore those areas, then sometimes we've just shut ourselves off to the idea all together. So I'm giving you permission to explore areas. You know on this podcast you get permission for everything. I love giving you guys fucking permission to explore. So I'm giving you permission to explore things that you haven't and maybe this episode sparked some conversations between you and your partner. Talk about it. Hey, so how do you really feel about period sex? Or maybe you already know. I will say I feel like most, most men, most penis owners are like oh yeah any day all day every day I don't care what's going on (laughs) like most penis owners are like any day all day every day I want that pee I don't care if you got a little blood I think too like for us like some weeks you might feel like it and some weeks you might not but I think it's important to talk about too like can we just talk for a second about sex not being penetrative so whenever we talk about sex I know we assume that it's going to be penetrative but A lot of sex actually isn't. Oral sex is not penetrative. Foreplay. Like there are so many different types of sex that might not be penetrative. And so I think period sex also gives time. Maybe if you're not the, if you're the hard no, whenever it comes to having penetrative sex on your period, maybe this is a good chance for you to explore other areas. Maybe you can open up to just the idea of having a hot makeout session on the couch like bodies grinding I'm going to sit on top of you I'm going to grab your face and mine and I just want to make out with you like we were fucking 17 and never felt another tongue against my tongue again like I just want a makeout session this is such a good little area to explore maybe if you're not into it especially to help fight those raging hormones because if you're horny on your period and you really have a high sex drive but maybe you're still like I'm just not the period sex girl I hope you're not disgusted with your body because your body isn't gross bleeding is not gross bleeding is natural it is a part of life it is a part of your femininity don't ever feel gross I know that there's somebody who's probably made you feel nasty for it or like you should hide it or be ashamed of it And I'm here to tell you it's not shameful at all and they were wrong they are actually in the wrong there's nothing gross about you bleeding So if that's the issue, then maybe explore those feelings a little bit more. If it's not, and you're just like, I just, I've never really thought about it, then here is your chance to explore. What are all the other things that you can do in sex without it being penetrative? You know, I, my mind's going to all the different toys you can do, you know, still putting on a sexy outfit, especially like a period supporting outfit, like a bodysuit that's going to have a little tummy control because we all know we bloat like a bitch on that week finding little ways to make you feel sexy to make you feel comforted and maybe sometimes you know your support that week is just cuddles and a lot of physical touch and a lot of body touching you can still be very intimate just lying together and cuddling when was the last time you just cuddled naked with your partner like completely naked in the nude You weren't having sex. You were just cuddling naked and feeling each other's warm body. I'm talking about this because it's getting ready to be fall season. It's probably going to be a lot further into fall when you guys hear this episode. So it's definitely naked body cuddle season, tent cuddling, camping cuddling, bonfire cuddling. It's that time of year. It can be so intimate and you can also make it super sexual or kinky. If you're like, Sierra, I'm here for the kinky things. I'm here to break the stigma around pure. Period sex around bleeding and I'm gonna be curious to see how many people actually stick this episode through or to see if they get shied away from the bloody topics but period sex can be super fun we need to be talking about periods more we should be talking and normalizing bleeding so I want to know I'm curious what are your thoughts a bloody good fuck yay or nay let me know are you down to clown on your period or no let me know in the comments and don't forget If you like this episode, please share it on your Instagram stories. All you have to do is hit that little share button and then it's gonna pop right up. Share on Instagram stories, tag me inspired by Sierra, S-I-E-R-R-A. Or you can tag the Unchained Sex Cast, S-E-X-C-A-S-T. The Unchained Sex Cast will pull up. You can tag the podcast page or my coaching page, but I would love to see your feedback and support. Let's break the bloody stigma together. I would love to see this episode shared on. On your feed just to help break the stigma a little bit more Thank you so much for listening to the unchained sex cast for more please follow us on instagram under the unchained sex cast